0: Welcome to Get Up In The Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Joe Showalter. I stopped by his house a couple months ago at the end of my first Get Up In The Cool tour, and it was really nice to get to know him a little better and play one-on-one. We talked about religion and music and the tension that exists there sometimes, specifically the line between worship and performance, which, incidentally, I think, is a false dichotomy also present in old-time music. We actually talk about this all the time, whether or not a fiddler is glorifying the tune or the source uh, or themselves. Actually, guitarists probably get the brunt of that criticism. Anyway, I guess I'm trying to say that if you're the type to write off a non-ironic discussion about organized religion, I, I think that old-time music is basically an organized religion at this point, and our community also has a power to Marginalize and repress in our own quirky little way. Uh, speaking of which, the reception of last week's episode was huge. Uh, for those of you who didn't catch it, I posted a full video version of my second interview with Jake Blunt on Facebook. Uh, you can see that at Get Up in the Cools Facebook page. But yeah, lots of positive feedback and love and interest in Jake's new EP with Tatiana Hargreaves called uh, Reparations. And along with that positive feedback, there where are these little moments of ignorance? Some from within our community, some from the outside. Uh, Just another reminder that we still have work to do. Many of us are about to travel to West Virginia for Clifftop, where we will surely feel that we're getting a taste of utopia. It's not utopia. It's mostly white people playing music that is very, very black. Of course that feels great. You get all the benefits of enjoying American Blackness, which is probably our most coveted and valuable export. But you don't have to confront American Blackness, which usually results in paralyzing guilt and defensiveness. Can I make a suggestion? Jake Blunt is having his CD release party for reparations at Clifftop. It's probably going to be Thursday at 4.30. Please go and buy a CD. I've listened to it, and it's probably my all-time favorite old-time record it's just beautifully played substantive music i'll see you there all right that's enough chatter for now uh sorry for getting sidetracked here's my jam and chat with joe showalter enjoy Joe Showalter, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thanks. Yeah, it's good to good to be on the show. Yeah, good to be in your living room where all, yeah. where all the magic happens. So you have a hassock here that's sort of strewn with sheet music. What's all on this hassock right now?
1: Well, it, I just finished playing for a wedding, so I had a lot of this is music from the wedding. And
0: um, yeah, just all that. What kind of stuff do you typically play for for a wedding? Do you do? This kind of music, or do you do classical stuff? It or? would be more along the lines of classical music, yeah, um, and waltzes and you oh, know, good. like the slower things. Do they make you play, um, what is it, uh, canon? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Play actually, I played cannon? that one at the last. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, people can't get enough of that tune. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I played that one at the last. It's probably a lot more fun to play if you're getting paid for it, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can
1: actually muddle my way through it then. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. feel good about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Uh, right on. So, um, I first met you at, uh, Sonia Batigan's, um, yes. birthday party. Yeah. Um, uh, we didn't really talk much cause it was like, so Sonia lives in this little like cabin really yeah. ca- cabiny sort of situation. It's really cute. And it's like behind a house. It's not even yeah. on the street, uh, in, uh, Charlottesville. And, uh, she just totally packed the place for, for this party and you and your sister Candace. Yeah were there, um, as well as, like, uh, too many other people, <laughs> so we didn't really get a chance to talk, but... We play a lot of tunes. So. Yeah, we, play, we played, we talked musically, yeah. we talked yeah, through, was... through the notes and the rhythms, but uh, that's where I met you, and, uh, but I still don't really know anything about you, um, so that's why I wanted to have you on the show, so I could have an excuse to play some tunes with you, and learn more about yeah what old time means to you, and how you got into playing this music. Cool. Maybe start at the beginning. How did you play? What genre did you start playing when you first started playing music? I, I first started playing old time music. Okay, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And who, then who gave you the idea to play old time
2: music?
1: Well, it's an interesting story. Like, I, ever since I was a kid, I've had this really weird fascination with fiddles. And I can just remember as a kid playing, like, Lincoln Log fiddles. You know, you <laughs> get like this. Lincoln Log, and you know, it, just the sound of a fiddle was really intriguing to That's, me. So, that,
0: that reminds me of uh, I had Adam or Adam Heard on the show. Mm-hmm. And he said that he used to play Legos and he would and he would build organs oh, with nice. Legos. <laughs> I love, I love, I love that. it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that brings a
1: kind of a new meaning to like fiddlesticks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then, like, I first got introduced to old time music. It was at a neighbor's barn dance like they they had a big big shindig and all the neighbors come in and at at this barn dance there was um a fiddle player and yeah i just was enthralled by his music and mm-hmm. the way that he played and the, yeah it just totally was captivating and i told my mom i was like i gotta learn how to do that yeah how old are you I'm 27 now. I know, but how old were you oh, then? Yeah, like, I was. I was 13. I, well, I probably was 12 at the time. Cool, cool. Yeah, but then, yeah, I told mom I was like, I have to do this. Yeah, I have to learn how to play, and it ended up taking lessons from that
0: guy that was at the barn dance. So right on. So no, uh, no previous musical experience. No,
1: not not other than just um, singing with the family at home. Yeah. and
0: yeah, right on, right on uh and this teacher mm-hmm. is this two gun yes this is yeah. Okay. yeah this is the two gun <laughs> what, what, what's his full name his full name is wilbert Terry wilbert Terry wilbur Wilbur yeah. Terry, yeah, but he goes by
1: yeah, and he got two the, gun Terry yeah the the two gun came from he was a truck driver yeah, so that
0: was his handle on this like the seat okay, so you what I mean maybe he did, but like he didn't get it from. Having guns. <laughs> no. No. <Never.
2: laughs>
1: yeah. Like, okay. like two guns strapped
0: on his That'd side. That'd be a very intimidating fiddle. teacher.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that was his trucker handle. And then it just kind of stuck with the old time community. And like, there was a lot of people that didn't even know his real
0: name. Hmm. It was just two gun. That's awesome. Yeah. So you, you fell in love with old time watching this like trucker fiddler. Yeah. guy Named two gun. at <laughs> yeah. This bar dance. that. Seems yeah. like an impactful, yeah, it was. <laughs> impactful it was. experience.
1: Yeah, and Tugan, he was a really interesting individual. He, um, yeah, just he had a wealth of knowledge in old time music. Like, not only did he know the tunes, but he knew the background of them. it just was able to relay
0: that on to you. Yeah, through lessons, yeah. which was really neat. Yeah, I think that's important when you're learning the tune. Just yeah. like this isn't some sort of just like stock melody. There's like a Right. Someone's grandpa played this. Yeah. Learned it from their grandpa, etc. Yeah. 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 It was beautiful. Yeah. Well, uh, I have more questions to ask you, but let's uh, play this next tune. What is, is it Cuckoo's Nest? Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. yeah. Where did you, you you learned all of these tunes, right? Well, from- I learned this one from Two Gun, but then
1: um, I think Chris Teeley did a recording of this, and I kind of got some influences. Oh, from very, that. Good. But, yeah. very good. Very good. That's one of my favorites.
0: Fired up. You grew up Mennonite, right? Mm-hmm. And you yeah. still go to a Mennonite church? Right. Right? Yeah. Uh, and Sonia was telling me something about um, you and Candace learning fiddle and that being somehow controversial mm-hmm. in your church, that, right. in your original church that you grew up with. I was wondering if you could like mm-hmm. unpack that. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up, well, first of all, I grew up horse and buggy Mennonite.
1: Oh, which wow. Which is like really, really conservative Mennonite. Yeah. But then well that was like nine nine years old, yeah, we switched to a vehicle church. So we drove vehicles. Yeah. Um so that that was the church that kind of um didn't so much like us playing music. Interesting. The vehicle one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well we wouldn't even have been able to think about music in the horse and buggy church. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so the vehicle church um it wasn't that they absolutely didn't want us playing music. Yeah. It just was the performance thing that they didn't like. Okay. Yeah, like getting in front of people and I guess kind of glorifying yourself in in right. the music I, I think was their fear.
0: Yeah. So. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, so it's that was the cuz I know that some people cite like specific Bible verses about like not using instruments right. and things, but it wasn't that. It was no. specifically like, you know, we don't want you to get too big for your britches. Right, right. And try to yeah. be a rock star or something yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, it was more along the lines of not wanting to, you, you know, glorify yourself yeah. in front of other people. How did how did you feel about that? <laughs> well, I, you know, to me, I didn't really like it because I enjoy, I enjoy playing. Yeah. Because I think it's, to me... Like, playing for people is spreading your joy. Yeah. And it's not necessarily bringing glory to yourself. It's spreading the love and the joy. Yeah, and yeah totally. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I had no problem with it. Yeah, so, totally. So, I ended up going to a different church. Yeah. Which, now, I'm actually, like, on the praise and worship team at church. Yeah. With the fiddle. Right on. <laughs> playing music for yeah. everybody. So, huh. it's a totally different thing.
0: Yeah, I, I grew up uh, in the in the Quaker church out okay. west. Um, I, I grew up in Oregon. And uh, I guess Quakerism is a little different out there. Um, it's like more explicitly Christian. Sometimes it isn't out here on the East Coast. Um, and uh, it's all, they also have program meetings. Are you familiar with Quakerism at all? A little bit. They're kind much. of like, uh, some people lump them together. I mean they They lump uh, brethren in Christ and Mennonites and Quakers together as the historic peace churches, right like as being like pacifist yeah religions yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or denominations right. uh, so typically in like Quaker churches, for those of you who don't know, it's uh traditionally there wouldn't be any sort of plan to the meetings. people would get and they would call them meetings and not services. people so would that's where the quakers Quaker meetings. Yeah, from. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they get together in a circle, and then if one of them felt, um, you know, spiritually compelled, compelled by the Holy Spirit to, to say something, mm-hmm. um, and then they would stand up, or maybe not stand up, I don't know, and uh, and, and speak what they f- felt led to say, and uh, and they would do that for however long, you know. So was there a pastor? No pastors. Oh wow. Uh, traditionally, but. Somewhere, like, around, like, a 100 years ago, they, like, started doing, um, they started becoming more evangelical, a certain branch of them, and they started, um, they now have, like, all all over the world, um, kind of more mainline, Mm -hmm. like, um, Protestant church, except for they'll maybe sometimes have a section of their, of their worship, which will be unprogrammed. Okay. Yeah. But they'll, but so I grew up in a programmed meeting, right? right. Yeah. And so, (laughs) but we, but we always had, I'm really grateful for that because we always had, um, music and we had this, um, one of my sort of music mentors and performance mentors, um, Shirley Brenlinger. I don't know if she listens to the show. (laughs) Uh, but she, uh, she was really meaningful to me because she, Made that point too, like mm-hmm. you know you're going to get up in front of these people and do something by yourself, and you are going to perform mm-hmm. but she she taught me like the sort of how to do that in a humble way right and how to do that in a way that was still that could lead other people yeah um, to um, you know to, to worship and to, um, to reflect and how you could be a servant with music. Yeah. Reverent. And yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was always like really meaningful to me. And then, uh, but still I've, I've gone to church my whole life and people have been, you know, people get really, really testy about that kind of stuff. And like, there's a lot of different sort of levels of controversy about like, oh, if you're, you Know, are you bringing glory to yourself? Yeah, are you, you bringing glory, glory to God? And then, right, then you go to a black church and you know they're playing solos, yeah, you yeah. know, and they're doing <laughs> runs. Everyone, everyone's <laughs> everyone's <laughs> worshiping, and you know, like, uh, the worship leader, you know, might be like bringing glory to themselves, but mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mind, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I know, right? So, yeah, so. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and I can I can tell that at my church too. You know,
1: it the instruments bring sort of a, a whole another element to the yeah to the experience. Yeah, it's really neat to watch.
0: That's biblical too. It's yeah. what, in the Psalms. Yeah, uh, there's that. It's like isn't it like the last Psalm? Yeah, it's like 151 or something. Yeah. yeah. And it says something like... It's it's listing Make all of... Make a joyful
1: noise into yeah. the Lord with, like, sultry and...
0: Yeah, it, li- it has, has, a, I forget has a list of all the instruments you can use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then it's... Symbols and... It's, uh, and then it says, yay, no even one. high-sounding symbols Yeah. Which is hilarious. <laughs> I keep it low. Yeah. <laughs> yay, even high-sounding symbols Sounds like rock and roll to me. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, do you... Do you play like any like traditional stuff at your church? Or do you are you sort of is it more like a contemporary like worship band, like modern it's, music?
1: Yeah, it's so uh, it's mostly contemporary worship music. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which is pretty basic. It's pretty simple.
1: Mm-hmm. But I what I do mostly is background mm-hmm. music just to complement the vocals. Yeah. And I'll like I'll do introductions or intros. Yeah, cool. Um So it to me it lends itself to being creative and yeah. exploring different you know if you just dance around the melody yeah. and, uh, you can really add a lot to what they're singing what they're
0: what they're trying to get done totally uh let's let's play this uh next tune we got to get to G right yeah okay
2: quick tune oh, yeah, and break. G-
0: <laughs> all right what's uh what's this tune this' is called round the horn round the horn yeah, yeah. Ready? tune yes it is yeah. you learned that from two gun too yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: so how did uh how your how your family feel about you um taking up with this uh with anybody named <laughs> two gun <laughs> right <laughs> playing a rowdy dance yeah. in the barn no
1: um well like for mom i guess it was really neat that i was learning how to play music yeah and they actually paid for my lessons so they obviously supported it yeah yeah for them, I think the struggle was like my parents' family, pretty conservative Mennonites as well. Because
0: uh, did your parents can your parents' family can continue to be horse and buggy? Yeah, Mennonites? lots yeah. of them, lots
1: yeah. of. Them. But yeah, it's kind of strung out with a, among a couple of different churches. But um, so the hardest thing for them was catching
0: kind of flack from the other family members yeah. about us playing, right? So is horse and buggy Mennonite? similar the same or different from amish because um, i'm gonna say are
1: similar right but there, there's some pretty significant differences okay
0: because i know amish are they have roots in are they mennonite technically no no
1: no, no they're they're two separate two separate okay uh, I, don't, I don't know what are
0: they but amish are at anabaptists right 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 so they have the same sort of parent yeah religion yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, but your your mom's or your dad's or both sides. Both, both sides. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Both. Not not so much my dad, but mostly my mom's side. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Did that um. Did that make you feel like? Uh, did I ever make you feel bad or guilty for making them? Or were you just like, oh, I wish they would yeah. like chill I didn't out? Care. <laughs> yeah, I didn't
1: care at all. <laughs> I mean, that's a terrible thing to say, but well, to me, I just like, I like the music so much that I yeah. don't really care about what everybody else
0: thinks.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> right on. Yeah. So. I, I want to meet this two-gun guy. <laughs>
1: yeah, he was really, really interesting. Like, to a lot of people, he would have come across as just um, almost kind of mean. Like, mm-hmm. he just had that Personality, like he was really, really tough on his students. Okay. Yeah, just by the book. Like if you didn't learn a tune exactly the way that he wanted, yeah, he would just he he would say derogatory things to you, like just you know, <laughs> like you know, I'm gonna go jump off a cliff or just say something <laughs> along those lines. And it just like for me when I was taking lessons, it made me feel like like right at first until I knew him. It yeah, just yeah. made me feel like really right worthless <laughs> as a human being. But then you're like I stuck with it.
0: Yeah. And sometimes the sometimes really good teachers and people who have good things yeah. to add are a little rough around the edges. Yeah. But the thing with Tugon is
1: if you stuck with him, he respected that. Yeah. And eventually just
0: really latched on to you. Yeah. So yeah, if you're if you can weather the uh sort of the, the derogatory comments. Or yeah. the, if you can weather that, then you could probably weather playing the fiddle, which <laughs> is a demanding instrument. Yeah. And uh, sometimes unforgiving. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah.
1: He had this little shack that we took lessons in, and he hated telemarketers. Uh-huh. Like, and he had this little phone that he had on his counter there. And every time a telemarketer would call in, he he had this laughing box that just like cracked up with laughing, you know. And he would <laughs> pick the phone up and hold the box up, hold the laughing box up. <laughs> oh my goodness, it was so funny.
0: Who did uh, who did he learn from? Who did he? He was self-taught. He's self-taught. Mm-hmm. Did he like play any particular style of
1: of fiddling? Mostly old time. Like his his roots were in old time music, mm-hmm. but he. Was he got into bluegrass for a while? Mm-hmm. He played a lot of swing music. He played everything. Like yeah. the the guy knew music from all over the world. Yeah, and like it was his mission in life to spread that to his students. Right on. So I mean, like we play music from Ir- Ireland, yeah. Irish music, um, Venezuelan music, um, Canadian music. Yeah. Uh, Mexican music. Yeah. So, right on. It's
0: like from everywhere. Do you? Uh, how often do you play me- Mexican fiddle tunes?
1: Um, actually, fairly often. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, actually, you know, Lori looked them on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she knows some of those tunes. It
0: is it Tejano? Is that the style? Mm-hmm. I know there's a bunch of different. I, I don't know. I don't like, know. <laughs> tradi- like fiddle traditions, but I don't know them Yeah. I don't know them apart from each other. Huh. yeah. The, those are really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and we we learned some, like, guachi fiddle tunes as guachi? well. Guachi? Yeah. yeah where's I, I where's don't seven? know. <laughs> I'm terrible at this stuff. Yeah, I just know Yeah, that's the name of it.
0: That's part of the reason. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I started playing fiddle, uh, like, a year ago. Um, but, oh, really? I didn't know you played the fiddle. Uh, I play at the fiddle um uh i'm i'm working on it like we're well i'm not working i'm chipping away at it uh i'm like a dad and i have a full-time job and i'm doing this podcast so well if you're as good on the fiddle as you are on the banjo i'm not i I would say you're doing pretty good (laughs) maybe someday i'll get there but uh the uh one of the main reasons why i started playing fiddle is because i wanted to be a gentleman banjo player which is someone who knows how to play banjo and doesn't mm-hmm. um, but <laughs> mm-hmm. specifically because a lot of en- people who enter into the old-time community enter in on banjo because of the, the nature of the instrument. it's like a little bit easier to pick up little mm-hmm. there's more flexibility in what's expected of you and so I wanted to be able to like let other people mm-hmm. play play banjo so you know I, I would do something else. but also uh, the prospect of someday being able to go around the world play with whoever I want there you go. Not to mention. Have a very portable instrument. There you and the go. The banjo is somewhat portable, not really. And uh, I would
1: say a banjo would be maybe a little bit tougher.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the and claw hammer is is it's challenging and often not worth it to apply it to other genres. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As uh, as special of a sound as it is, it's 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 difficult to play much on it. Other yeah. in old time. Yeah. Sometimes I venture out, but. Um let's uh let's tune to C real quick. Let's do it. Okay. Good to go? Yeah.
1: Cool. So we are gonna play Billy in the low ground. Alright Billy, let's play. Let's do it.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: nice yeah nice that was good yeah <laughs> i like I, the harmony
0: thanks i always i always like that about like uh talking about bringing glory to yourself you know like that's that's often the the situation in uh like in old time jams you know you'll play together and you'll both be like yeah we did good <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's like you're playing for each it's other it's a community it's effort yeah, like, yeah it's yeah. Oh, that's funny. Because you both created something separate together, you know? Mm-hmm. I always like it, sort of defies the expectations of like, you know, typical uh, showing off or complimenting someone else or receiving a compliment. It's more just like a mutual sort of like understanding right. that you vocalize. It's like, yeah, we did good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes like when I cook for someone, someone's like, this is really good. And my first response is to be like, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know take, they're trying take to take the credit, yeah. Hey, they're trying to like compliment, uh, but my, but what I'm saying is like, no, I'm like, I'm excited about this thing, mm-hmm. like not thinking about like necessarily my role in it, but just like, hey, isn't this cool that this happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's how I sort of feel about <laughs> the whole time. You know, it's like on the surface sometimes it feels like sort of self congratulatory or something, but it's really just like a. Uh, it's just so rare to have uh, real communication, verbal, or especially musical with other people. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's hard not to hard not to just feel, feel real, real good about yourself and real good about the people that you're with when you play it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That is a really good point.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, so Candace plays, but you have other siblings. Do they, do your other siblings play too?
1: Yeah. Um, so I've got a brother that plays as well.
0: The one that lives here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. no, no, no. Not here in this house. Um, lives in the community. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, he plays the guitar.
0: Okay. Very good. Does he play all time? Yeah. Awesome.
1: Yeah. He was actually taught by Tugun as well. <laughs> right on. As well as Candace. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Tugun was like, he played everything, so... He's able to teach a lot of different instruments. Right on. Yeah, but Blake, he's my brother, mm-hmm. and um, he's an excellent guitar player. Um, I really enjoy playing with him. Right on. And Candace, yeah. Do you guys
0: do you guys like play gigs and dances together?
1: Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much with my siblings, but I, I play gigs and dances with other people in the oh, okay. musical community. Very good.
0: Yeah. How long have you been playing? Do you mostly do contra dances, or are there square dances around here too?
1: Yeah, there's some square dances, but mostly contra.
0: That seems to be like the popular thing. Yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's the new it's the new fad thing to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, if you had your dreathers, would you would you play square dances instead, or do you like them just the same, or?
1: Well, I, I kind of like playing squares every now and then because it's it's really weird. You can play crooked tunes for square dances, mm. so I find that interesting. Whereas with contra dances you have to play perfectly square tunes, right. so. But yeah, I I don't know that I have a preference either mm-hmm. way. I really enjoy both.
0: Uh, who's in? Do you play with a regular contra dance band? Yes, uh, the Perma Shade Hot Shots. The Perma Shade Hot Shots. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> That's that really that good. name comes from,
1: you know, like at festivals it's like always beating hot, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you have these areas where, like it's. Shady, yeah, perma shade, hot right shots. On. <laughs> It's good, I like and it. Everybody's <laughs>
0: congregated towards the shady, areas. Yeah. Who's who's all in the band?
1: Um, do you know Mike Williams? Mm-mm. Okay, he's the guitar player, okay, excellent guitar player. Uh, Lindsey Lamb is the bass player, and my sister Candace she fiddles, mm-hmm. and I swap back and forth with the banjo and the fiddle. Cool, um, and then we have a, another banjo player when I'm not there, um,
0: Bruce Johnson plays the banjo as well. Awesome. So do you guys play old-time repertoire for contras? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because I know that's not always the case. I still have never been to a contra dance. I don't know why I haven't gotten around to it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's something else. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, I have heard
1: music other than old-time music at Contra.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know that sometimes people, you know, have piano players. Yeah. Play with them. Yeah. Sometimes accordions.
1: Yeah, we've played with a piano player every night like like, there's one that comes to the contra. i don't know what her name is but she comes to the contra dances and uh, every now and then she'll jump in on the piano
0: right on um so we got uh one tune left texas gals texas gals yeah and uh thanks so much for being on the show yeah i mean to your home uh hopefully after you get off work you can come over to lori's and we can Play some more tunes. Yeah, that'll be fun. Right on. Oh, so sorry, not work. You're going you were just at work, you're going to church. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, going
1: to church. I I'm yeah. playing for church tonight. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. All right, Texas gals.
0: want to support Get Up in the Cool and get some exclusive bonus content, go to CameronDeWitt.com and click the button that says Patreon. Once you're there, you can sign up to regularly throw some cash at the show. It's a pretty painless process, and the rewards are pretty great, like shout-outs on the show, mp3 downloads, online banjo workshops, and access to the weekly bonus track blog. For this week's bonus track, Joe and I play a really neat tune called "Swinging on a Gate, and I'd really like for you to hear it. Clifftop is next week. I was unable to come up with a solid enough schedule to make a bunch of Facebook events and posters, but I'm gonna try and record at least one episode a day. And most, if not all of those sessions will be at Keith McManus's tent. That's right, the mayor of Clifftop is the official host of Get Up in the Cool this year. He's always in the same place at the very bottom. If you don't know Keith, you should meet him because there's a good chance he'll tell you some raunchy jokes feed you blueberry pancakes with cottage cheese don't knock it till you try it and host the biggest rowdiest old-time jam you've ever been in like with trumpets also for a good time with plenty of yippies check out his episode of get up in the cool if you haven't already but i digress if you want to be our audience wander on down to the bottom in the early afternoons and look for microphones Here are some folks you might see recording with me. Jane Rothfield and Nathan Bontrager from Hen's Teeth. Scott and Linda Mathis teaching me to play Spanish colonial music from the Southwest. Sasha and Lyle, Hunter Walker, Mark Tamsula, etc. I'm even hoping to make an appearance at the second annual Ham Jam at the Jacksonville Tent. uh, The curated jam where we work our way through the Hamlin collection. Hamblin or Hamlin with a silent B one of the questions I will most certainly ask. Anyway, please stop by to listen and uh, buy whatever CDs my guests and I have laid out. That's all for this week. I'm going to try as hard as I can to queue up another episode for next Wednesday, but I would need to finish it before I leave for West Virginia on Saturday, which might not happen. I'll try my best. Thanks for listening, friends. Come back same time next week or worst case scenario two weeks from now for more Get Up In The Cool. And happy Clifftop.